You're listening to Dynamo's Dozen. With your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly. The Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week where I talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, muesli, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between, never forgetting the talc. This week on Dynamo's Dozen, we welcome back one of the biggest guests I've had on the show ever, one of the biggest downloads we've ever had on the show. And a man that truly helped kickstart Dynamo's Dozen into being the number one podcast that you listen in your ear holes each and every single week. This man is Justy. That's right. Without a doubt, one of the most entertaining professional wrestlers and performers in general anywhere on the planet. Justy and myself spoke for nearly two hours, about an hour under our previous show, which was three. So that's a little bit of a success. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to get straight into it. Welcome back, Justy. Here I am once again over a year on with probably the uh, the one podcast that literally set Dynamo's Dozen uh, on fire at the time. And I'm really pleased that uh, he's joined me again. Justy, welcome back. Yeah, good to be back. Very, um, very yeah, good to I, hear you. I don't know, did I, did I set your podcast on fire the last time? Yeah. Um, well, three hours, we probably set a lot of ears on fire. Um, yeah, we're not we're not doing three hours this time. No, no, that's that's one guarantee. <laughs> we're not doing three hours. I mean, maybe 2.55, I don't know, but like it, it's... Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. No, we'll see how it goes. Look, this is the great thing about this is... Uh, we just shoot the shit, you know, like, there's so many podcasts that, uh, you know, I've had on before, and you know you're on a time schedule, with us, we'll try and keep it, you know, to the core points, but there's lots, I guess, that has happened um, in the space of, I guess it's about just a little over a year. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, just a little year and a month, year and two months. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, the last time I got the scoop, because you had left the uh, OTT at the time, and let's yeah, be honest... That I was, it was really soon after me leaving OTT, wasn't it? Oh man, like I got, I've gotten so lucky with these shows, like it's it's crazy. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was nothing controversial to talk about last time. It was it was all, you know, it was just a very very open and honest um interview. And I guess, and I don't even like to use the word interview, just very open and honest chat. And, yeah, uh, I like I I suppose that's how I kind of approach it as well like yeah whenever i'm i'm uh on a podcast or doing my own one yeah it's like it's not like you've got a sheet full of questions down there and you just go bop 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 That's you end it. up just like talking through points and, and chatting away like. 
and that's it and i mean like you know when i when i started this that was the way it worked out you know when you're when you were talking to someone that you didn't know you'd have like a couple of questions that you might want to go to um yeah but i kind of tore up the sheet the last time when we were with you because it was just a case of like let's just go with it and i mean i guess we're going to do the same thing um a lot's a lot's changed i guess in in, in the space of you know a year and, a, and and it's you're back with ott now um you're looking yeah miraculously enough yeah you're looking for a match <laughs> I mean so many things have happened with Justy I mean like Justy Jitsu is a thing now uh, yeah <laughs> actually I'll tell you what I'll tell you what before we go any further explain me that Ju- what is Justy Jitsu for anyone out there that is listening right now that wants to get into it that wants to understand it and we'll, we'll explain how they can see it later on but uh, the, fill us in. The jiu-jitsu, just just jitsu is more of like it's a state of being, you know. Okay. It's it's a presence of mind. Okay. It's it's not just it's it it's not just it's not wrestling. It's not mixed martial arts. Yeah. It's a way of life, you know. Okay. Discipline. Yeah, so it's a discipline. When we when we talk about a discipline, I don't think there's anyone with a mind quite as disciplined as Justy for Justy Jitsu. See, the rules are very, very complicated, and I just don't think... I'm, I'm the only Justy Jitsu sensei on the planet right now, sure. and I'm not taking on um, any proto-Js no. at the minute. And I've tried, I've tried, like, he won't, you won't even take me on. So. Hello, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've taken you off my, uh, my email list, because you just yeah. keep on flooding my inbox with, Justy, please. Justy, please. It's 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 twice a day. I have an email that automatically goes out to you, like at a certain <laughs> yeah. time of the day now, and it's just <laughs> hoping for a reply. But so it's, yeah. So it's. Kinda, I still have you on for that Dynamo's dozen email list when every week. Check out Dynamo's dozen this week. <laughs> <laughs> and like, is there a? Is it solely down? To, like, only you can ever understand. Um, Justy Jitsu, so there's no even, like, you're not even going to train people in it. It's, it's not something you can even train for. Okay. Dynamo. It's, it's, like, I have traveled, I have meditated, Mm. I have sought myself within myself. Sure. And that's how I came to discover Justy Jitsu. And, and that's, just impossible for anybody else's brain to comprehend. Sure, like yeah, yeah. I really, really believe that. So it's not a case of like Jeet Kune Do comes from Kung Fu. It's just literally that's it. It's just EJ2 and only one person can ever know it and that's it. I'm not saying I'm the only person that could ever know it. Yeah. But for now I haven't experienced a person who could know it. Mm. And I've seen it in action, like it's it's pretty devastating. Like, <laughs> I can only apologise for that. By the way, that you've <laughs> you've seen it in action. It seems it seems more people are asking me to apologise than uh, asking me to uh, ex- to explain just to get to at this point. No apologies needed, man. <laughs> I need to understand this. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Justy Jitsu was some of the best crack I've ever had in in pro wrestling. Sure. And, uh, yeah. It. Uh, 
<laughs> it just it's it snowballed into something that is a parody of itself right now. So and but yeah. but isn't isn't that like the great thing about like any sort of entertainment, whether it be pro wrestling or whether it be like a comedic a kind of a, a thing? Something just sticks and it 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 evolves. Do you know what I mean? Without yeah, I get that. You know yeah, it's I think it's um. It's a beautiful thing that pro wrestling can be forgiven at times and also can take a step back and laugh at itself. Sure. And I think that's what, with, with fans of pro wrestling, um, for, for the most part, the casual fan yeah. um, doesn't take it too seriously. Yeah. And um, they will come along for the joke. So if um, people were sitting down and, and they weren't entertained by Juicy uh, Jitsu, I 100% understand, uh, I, I guess, the mentality. But it has grown into something that was uh, way more than um, I intended uh, because it, it got such uh, <laughs> mixed reviews, let's say. The mixed reviews. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, one of, the, one of the great things about you is, um, you know, when you, when, like, you're 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 one of the great social media type people. You you're really kind of um, especially on Twitter. That's also that's that's a mixed bag too. I, I get I get mixed reviews on that one. Well, we've had this conversation a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem to be getting in as much trouble at the moment, however. No, uh, yeah. So I don't know if that's if I'm after changing or if opinion is after changing. Yeah, could be a bit of both. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, could be a bit of both. It's not for me to say, um, but I mean, what you've definitely done is, I mean, for sure, man. Like, and and on a serious note, like you've got yourself into really, you know, you've got yourself into great shape as well. Um, like you've you've started to kind of, I guess you you and uh, Alexander Dean kind of had the thing going on. I really really enjoyed that the color and L. Yeah. Um, like some Jesus, I, I, I saw some some YouTube stuff today, just kind of browsing around, you know, and uh, re- really good fit that actually. How did that come yeah. out? And it kind of came about. Um, I was just the, 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 when Dean came back onto the onto the shows. Um, it was kind of it wasn't that he was looking for any kind of direction, but we were after sure. been chatting and we were um. You know, like when he came back into into wrestling, I suppose I was one of the the first guys that Dean would have said, like that would have spoke to about coming back into wrestling. And and um, when training started, I was also um, just after kind of um, upping the gears in my coaching in the Fight Factory. I was coming down a lot more, and I was um, going to uh, take it up as something I wanted to do every week. Yeah. And Dean was doing the same, so we were kind of collaborating with training and with our wrestling, and it kind of it just seemed like a good fit. Two of us were kind of um, had an old school kind of a look, and uh, it, yeah, we kind of had the same vision, so it kind of worked as a tag team. Yeah, look, like, it really did. Like, I mean, um, yeah, it, I think it, it done well for the two of us because it gave me something uh, different to do um, after leave, just after leaving OTT. Um, I went in a completely different direction, and I I love like um, when uh, you get to change up things like so. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I think um, Dean kind of benefited from the fact that I was the hot property. So when he was tagging with me, 
um, there was more eyes on him and it kind of worked out and uh, he got to do all the work and uh, I didn't have to bump as much so it really worked out as as a good tag team for the time yeah for sure like and I mean it, it was uh, just speaking of changing it up that's that's something that like you've really kind of done I guess over the last would it be fair to say maybe over the last year and a half to two years of your career or maybe even more I think um, yeah I try to, I try to say as, as I think most wrestlers do at this stage try to stay as fresh as possible with, but the um, fundamentals I mean with you is that you keep it the same but you change little things to keep yourself fresh is, is, is I guess is the point I was making yeah I I think um, it's important to, to hold on to your brand I know I don't know what <laughs> I like I don't know when I became this person, but it is though. <laughs> this, yeah, this is no, the way. Is. This is the way I talk now. But, well, but, I like it though. <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> I sound so professional, but keep I'm going, really, man. really not. Um, but it, it is. It's important to keep the the brand. So your overall aesthetic. Um, I, I I don't change too much. Um, sometimes I I I go for drastic changes. Um, but that's very few and far between. But for each. Um, for each match, I try and change things up uh, with my uh, considering my opponent or where it is, yeah. um, what I'm doing, what kind of a match it is. I try and change things up a little bit. Um, I don't just go out there and hit my greatest hits um, because I don't really have any. I, I don't know. I, I don't do many moves. I just hit punch and fish up. Well, you do have the fish. <laughs> well, that is probably the most devastating move on this side of the uh, Irish Sea, anyway. So. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's just too bad it's it's not legal. So Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's that's it. Like I've I've actually um the fish hook doesn't really feature as heavily in my matches anymore because um it's kind of been there, done that. I've I've tried all the different variations and uh now it's kinda looking for the next kind of a thing. Each match, like just the jitsu came for a while and it was it was a lot of fun and uh, this week um, I've had a match announced um, for WrestleRama, so I'm trying out a new thing called uh, Justy Libre. It's mm. uh, you know all it's got all the um, things that made Justy Jitsu so popular, but also with the excitement of uh, Lucha Libre mixed in. Yeah, I saw that today, and I'm glad that you announced it because obviously I wanted you to be the one to announce it. Because <laughs> once again, it was today, and I got the scoop again. Like so, this is this is. You know what I mean? You're the gift. Yeah. That keeps, you're the gift that keeps on giving. Like it's it's uh, it's a, yeah, it's a big deal. It's a it's a big match with um with Pumiking. So yeah, um, and and the great thing, like, and you didn't even need to go to Mexico to find that. That's that. no, I didn't. You know what I mean, you just have to look. I got uh, I I got a message from the booker the other day, <laughs> telling me who I was wrestling, <laughs> and it was uh, it was a. Shocking to me, as I'm sure it was to everybody else who uh, saw the tweet today. Yeah, it's it's it, I love it. Like and and to go back, and I'm gonna have a bit of fun with this. But like even when you mentioned like something as simple as um, you know, just jitsu or you know the fish hook, it's it's like you don't need to use your dick to get over. I like that. You know, yeah, it can be something for everybody that the family can enjoy as well. Um. And I really like that, you know what I mean? And I'm not, you know, I'm not aiming at anyone in particular, but... Yeah, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> that dick made that guy a lot of money. It did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's um but you understand the point I'm making though. It's um, Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. And look, I'm not going to be one of these, you know, I've done this on the podcast for over a year where I've fucking you know, claim that I'm not a fan of, of, of any of this stuff. But, yeah, in black and white, it's made that a lot of money. So, yeah, know, who am I to, uh, you know, who am I to, to, to kind of, you know, I guess shoot it down other than give my opinion. And that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? And yeah, well, like, that that's the beauty of wrestling, I think. Like, there's there's a little bit of everything. So, yeah. like, you can't please everybody with everything. Exactly. But there's something to please anybody. Actually, okay. this is something I wanted to bring up, and, and this is great. This is great. It just came up. Um, it came right. up, Brainer. We, uh, funnily enough, there was a little bit of a Twitter battle back and forth a while back between Jim Cornet, and I believe you were involved in, in it yourself. I was? <laughs> I think so. Well, I think he was aiming certain things at the OTT at the time, if I'm not mistaken. I think it yeah. may have involved yeah. the Young Bucks and, and a couple of other people. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. But yeah. it's, it's going It back. was... Um, uh, I, I think Cornet really went off on one when uh, Mick Foley got dick-flipped by Joey Ryan. D- oh, yeah. And there we go. That was, Yeah. Uh, it was kind of all my fault because <laughs> uh, I interrupted Mick Foley yeah. and... I ended up throwing powder in his eye and it blinded him. Okay. And he did not see that it was Joey Ryan that he was grabbing, but he accidentally grabbed Joey Ryan's penis. And yeah, Jim Cornet had an aneurysm. Yeah, I mean, it was. And it, and it was funny because, and the reason I brought that up is because I got a lot of, uh, like, a lot of the people that, I, I, I hate saying fans, a lot of the listeners that listen to my show. Yeah. Know that I kind of, because I'm still kind of stuck in that mindset that we had back in the day of the old school. Do you know what I mean? But I'm, yeah, sta- yeah. I'm, I'm starting to slowly, like anybody that's listened to this show kind of over the last six months will realize that I've, I've evolved and accepted, you know, what, you know, it's it's just an, it's an ever-changing business. And it, and it is yeah. what it is. Um, but at the time, people were asking me and I was like, I don't want to get involved in this shit, man. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my like, hands are clean on this one. I'm, it was I'm like I have nothing to do, and they were like, "Well, what do you think?" I was like, "Look, I'm not a fan of the dick flip, but at the same time, lots of my friends work with these guys. You know, it's just my opinion that I don't see the dick flip, but at the same time, obviously, he's got a devastating dick, and you just can't help it. But yeah, I've 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 received that dick flip, and, um, and it's, I actually got flipped by both Joy Ryan and Martina. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, while Candice LeRae was on my back and I got flipped into a Canadian destroyer, I'd say you would have loved it. I'd say I would have, <laughs> actually, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago, I'd have been like, Peter, we're not friends anymore, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not not your cup of tea. Not my, yeah. But listen, do you know what? You at, the, it, yeah. at the end yeah, of the day... There's a cup for everyone. And that's it. Look, listen, yeah. I understand. Like, if there's people paying to see that, then who the fuck is anyone to say you're wrong for liking that? It's like telling someone that the food in your mouth is not enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and and I stole that one from Phil and Selmo. So, um, oh it, well. But it is true, though. It's a very good yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Oh, Jesus, H. Christ, man. Uh, incredible. Just an absolute legend. Gentleman. Gentleman. Huge fan of wrestling as well. Huge. That's, that's mental, isn't it? Huge fan of wrestling, man. Um, you know, for anyone that hasn't heard, they can go back and obviously listen, but, like, he talked about... Uh, it just says you don't you done two with them, right? Two, yeah. We done one for we done the first one was just to promote his new album for uh, Phil and Phil and and the Illegals, and then we actually we were talking like you know off air for about thirty minutes, and we were only supposed to have thirty minutes for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we only got about another like twenty. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But he, uh, he, like, he just enjoyed. We just enjoyed talking to each other. That he was like, right, here's my email address. I don't have a phone. I have a home phone number. You have it right now. Take my email address, and we're going to keep in contact this way. And That's I, pretty. Yeah, like, and at the end of the of the show, you can actually hear him on the first one saying, "Shoot me an email. Shoot me an email." So we we done the second one, and it was just a little over two hours. Flat. Um, I, I dare say the only Phil and Selma interview that's unique to any interview you'll ever find a Phil and Selma on YouTube. Yeah. Talking about, you know, obviously we talk about music, but there's a lot of wrestling talk. He uh, he actually enjoyed talking about the wrestling. He wanted to talk that, about it. Um, that's cool. When you when when you find out that someone you actually like, you grew up admiring, <laughs> also likes the things you like. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just it's just it, it, now it's just the case that he's a normal dude. Like we talk pretty regularly. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Email was like, and and it's it's really cool. It's just uh, cool. It's strange, though, because, you know, like, when you have this, you know, cliche hero that you grew up idolizing, and, yeah, you, yeah. and you wonder what they're like, but then you realize you know them, and you're kind of going, this is weird, like, that's just... Embrace it. It wouldn't happen in the 70s, you know? Oh, definitely not, man. Definitely not. Like, it's 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 crazy, but, uh, yeah, big, big fan of... Uh, so, so people can go back and listen to Dynamo's Dozen... The interviews with Phil Alsamo. Absolutely. That's that's, uh, that's as much advertising as I can do for you right there. I like that, man. I like that. Well, uh, <laughs> you can also go back and listen to episode the first episode between Justy and uh, Dynamo and uh, <laughs> they'll be able to try and put some head or tail. If they listen to the first one, they'll probably go, mm, don't know if we want to listen to the second one. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, just listen to it and have your dinner before listening to it or listen to it in like two parts. Or listen to it on a sesh. That'd be the best one. <laughs> that's yeah. actually happened, believe it or not. What? Yeah, there's actually one of the one of the guys uh, got back to me and said that they, uh, him and a couple of the guys had it on in the background while they were having a sesh and uh, they just loved it. Like, <laughs> So that was... <laughs> So it must have been. That is gas. I know. Not a chance. I, like, uh, actually, I'm, I'm not drinking now, but there isn't a chance, a chance that if I was on the sesh, I'd be listening to a podcast, no matter who was on in the background. Man, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> including mine. Fair play to them, though. Including mine. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, they're obviously, obviously fans of uh, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely yeah. you. <laughs> fair, fair play, these lads. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, going going on, I guess getting away from 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 uh, my shows. Uh, this might be a good little segue into um, you. You started your own podcast. Um, I did a little bit 
maybe a couple of months after after that show, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I kind of I got, got the bug for it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got uh, I got contacted from uh, or by Rick from um, Low Blows. Shout out to Low Blows. He, yeah. He just said, yeah. Shout out plug. Uh, check out the the Low Blows network. Um, Actually, so before you continue, I, do, I will I will give a, a friend, a mutual friend, um, a, a, another cheap plug as well, uh, Neil Keegan, who's a friend of the show. Kigo. He's been on yeah. this show multiple times. In fact, Kigo is one of the guys that I always bring on if we're going to kind of review certain stuff. Um, ah, cool. yeah. He's uh, he's now part of the Low Blows Network as well. Yeah, Couch Bundit is, is coming to the Low Blows Network. I, low Blows have never given me a show, but that's because I don't need it. Do you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> Rick, yeah, I love you, baby, but you'd be rejected. <laughs> you got you to like, talk contract with, with, with Rick on that one. You are? <laughs> you got to talk contract with Rick on that oh, one. Oh, man, get, yeah. You get the big money deal. It'd be too messy, like, it'd be too... <laughs> <laughs> no, all joking aside, man, I, I love it. But yeah, continue. Yeah, but I just uh, yeah after um, after doing your podcast and another couple of podcasts, um, I kind of talk. Yeah, I, I talk a lot, don't I? So why don't I? I talk with with people too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it was it was something that was kind of all. It was in my mind for like years, you know. Obviously, um, when you hear the likes of uh, Flash Morgan Webster having a, a podcast, sure, uh, his wrestle podcast. Sure, and um, like listening to Joe Rogan and him having interviews and stuff, and yeah. it was just like always something that I said, yeah, it'd be fun. But I never like I'm I'm like a caveman, so I I, I never thought it was going to be possible. Like, sure. And then when Rick Rick contacted me and he just was like, it's going to be easy. All you have to do is talk into a microphone, and we'll do the rest. Like, yeah. And yeah, he set me up, and and we started doing some. Um, interviews with some Irish wrestlers and stuff and, and yeah it, it proved to be um, a bit popular and a lot of fun so yeah I'm on hiatus at the minute from it um, but uh, just this week we've been talking about um, getting back into it and getting some weekly podcasts up with more interviews and uh, more shy talk so yeah because it's kind of funny because I mean you're actually one of I believe um, you probably correct me here but I think you're one of the first guys that I contacted when I was actually coming up with the idea of doing this yeah 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 and I remember we were talking about it and I remember we were you, talking about it yeah and we were, I was actually talking about how yeah that, that I would love to get into it as well so yeah and I remember you saying like you you kind of gave me a good bit of advice it was like just try something a little bit different and I kind of went and studied around you know the different kind of wrestling podcast and like you mentioned Joe Rogan there the whole idea about this Dynamo's doesn't it's not solely a wrestling podcast it's kind of grown a life of its own that it's become that but yeah but it's 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 a case of like you can still interview other people as well do you know what I mean anybody that's interesting and I guess that's the way of doing it you know what I mean so it's not and I guess the spandex pantomime was kind of you're probably of that kind of ilk as well that you you kind of You'd just like to talk to anybody that might be interesting or somebody that you can have a good, I guess, bit of banter with and shoot the shit with and uh, and have a good conversation with, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like, it's primarily a wrestling podcast because sure. it's a wrestler with a podcast. Yeah. And yeah. I mostly talk to other wrestlers, but um, I love um, kind of, 
like uh, going a little bit out there with it. So if we're talking about Irish wrestling, like why don't we talk to um, other people involved in Irish wrestling? Sure, so, yeah. Um, I end up uh, like interviewing the likes of um, the Keno Carroll and Jade and 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 uh, or uh, sorry Jade Costello and uh, yeah. um, Jerry Soul and and people who are aren't in ring. Personalities, but are um, either behind the scenes or um, an integral a, part, a, a, a yeah. character that's outside the ring, yeah. and it's um, yeah, they've got just as interesting stories, and it's it's actually amazing um, when you start talking to even the the, the, the wrestlers as well. Um, it's not always just about let's talk about wrestling. Like you, people just open up and talk about um, you know other interests, um, like the personal stuff. Um, we've gone and done um, like live podcasts in front of audiences, and uh, we've sat down and had our mental health podcast as well. And um, yeah, it's it's all like it 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 all seems to be um, well received, even when it's not one hundred percent about wrestling. Wrestling fans obviously they don't just switch off because it's not constantly about wrestling, so sure. they're being stimulated. Um, by the conversation heading in a weird direction, maybe like so. Yeah, I hope so. Anyways, like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I could be, I could be blown way out of proportion. There, like, no, but I, I have, mean it, that makes sense. But, I mean, it's it's something that we do. We probably will do in a while. Who knows? Like, but that's that's kind of um, it's you know, and, and you know, you brought up the mental health thing because that was that was kind of something that um, myself and Adam Burke had done as well. Um, just you know, just talking about the the U Pod Ireland. Yeah, um, yeah. They which, do great stuff over there as well. Like yeah, they, yeah. They have their own podcast as well, don't they? They do indeed. Yeah, U Pod Ireland can be found pretty much everywhere on all major platforms as well. Spotify, you you know, um, Apple Podcasts, pretty much everywhere that will 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 have a podcast platform. It's U Pod Ireland. I'd recommend it actually. It's Paul Tracy. Uh, for all you wrestling fans, Lord of the Manor, Paul Tracy, and uh, first time ever NWA Ireland champion Adam Burke. They they have a, a, a podcast which is all primarily based around um, youth and, and, and kind of how they can kind of help youth, um, not just all in mental health, but just in terms of anything and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's so, real. Like, it's, it's, um, it's it's a great amenity to have something like that these days because I know like when when I was a teenager, I never had any like outside um, kind of interest that like well like I I, I kind of um, there was no youth organization for me to go to and sure. like for me to um, go and ask all these questions or find out you know like the, well like you know even just to hang around or or, or to 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 kick with people my own age or whatever yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so like we were out in fields drinking and stuff. So you know it's it's yeah. it's good to have like responsible adults there that you can go and trust and, and talk to. And even when it comes to the podcast, listen to them and stuff like this. I think the boys are doing great stuff. Yeah, no, it it is incredible. So I, I highly recommend uh, people to to check it out and and have their kids check it out as well. Um, really good stuff. So I mean the podcast now. Obviously, the 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 next step in the uh, for yourself is you're gonna get the podcast back up. That's good. Um, for anybody that doesn't know it or haven't heard of it, which to be honest with you, if they're listening to my show, they definitely have. But if um, I have a lot of an American listeners, for example, um, 
tell them where howdy tell, howdy American listeners howdy American listeners believe it or not it's now 60% of my audience really uh, not even joking with you I'll send you a screenshot after this it's crazy like I was like <laughs> what has happened it started with like a good balance of like 60 to 40 between Ireland and the UK and now it's gone like 67 to the, the yeah so all the Irish motherfuckers that aren't listening to me anymore Go fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's just the higher numbers, and it's the same people listening. I'm only messing with you. <laughs> no, but uh, all joking aside, you, um, you, you, the podcast. I mean, I've listened to them all. I'm I'm a fan. Um, I know initially it was under the Patreon banner, and then they became free. Is that still the the case? Can st- people? Yeah, all all shows are free now on Perfect. the, the Low Blows Network. Perfect. Um, so yeah, so people but, can find it. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to actually just um, give a plug with the with the other shows on the Low Blows Network, because they obviously have their flag show, which um, Katie Harvey is is also a part of. Yeah, Katie Harvey, Keno Carroll, and Rick Nash on the uh, Low Blows flagship show, which is like it's my favorite podcast. And I listen to the wait, that one is the one I listen to every week. It's your second um, favorite podcast. It's all about, just it's all about pro wrestling, but it's uh, so much fun. Like it's just it's the it's like the lighter side of pro wrestling, and they'll talk about everything that's happened during the week, and uh, it's not like they're just running down what happened. It's they've got great points and this. Uh, Katie and Keen also have challenges that they do every week, and yeah, uh, yeah it's just it's it's a really fun show. Um, as you said, Neil Keegan's coming along with the Couch Pundit, so uh, that's a show that's been tried and tested. So Different. I can't wait to. Um, yeah. uh, I'm I'm gonna maybe sit down with Neil on the the Spanto at some stage as well. You're um, meant to sit down to, with to me and the Spanto a long talk. time ago as well. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Yes. What's about, yes. What's that? Um, what's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got. Um, we've oh 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 another, another show on the the, the network is um, Jerry Souls um, talk nerdy to me, That's which a great I show. was on, great and show. got to talk about Game of Thrones on. But it's a it's a great show that is um, Jerry just talking to people about um, something that they're really nerdy, just an interest that just they're obsessed with. And um, so you've got like um, Irish wrestlers and all kinds of people um, uh, that Jerry's uh, Jerry's like yourself. He's pulling them from um, all walks of life, yeah. and they get to just talk about um, whatever they're obsessed with, whether it be like Lord of the Rings or Lego or whatever it is. Whatever their whatever their favorite thing is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, I, I, I... Really good idea. Well, I I won't hold my breath for that invite anyway. Um, I will. Panto, uh... <laughs> I'll put you down on the list for, for my um for I'm I'm gonna jot down. Actually, I still have to do it as well because I have to go and talk to Rick about um uh, when we're gonna do it and and, and uh, how we're gonna do it. So um I've got a bunch of names. I'll jot you down on on the list. I know. And uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try and do what like um, these blocks that people do. You know, like so, just like um, find a place, have like four hours, get three people in, and like podcast, 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 and try and rattle them off. Chances are, me and you'll be on a session one day, and we'll just record it on the phone, and it'll be yeah. be like, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. That'll be like you um, when you were recording at uh, the. Um, Oh, what the uh, the land up for mags, mags. that the, yes. the, the white collar wrestler. 
Yeah, that came across really well, man. That 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 actually got some um, that got some good downloads. Oh. Like, dude, got some yeah. feedback. Yeah, it was that was a lot of fun. That was that was that was excellent. It was, yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. Like, I mean, it was it was just, it was for a great cause, but it was just also really cool to kind of talk to. Um, I mean, for example, I may as well release the cat out of the bag now. Um, next week, uh, Lee Cleary will be on the show. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because, um, I think. I first met I met Lee obviously back in Bray back in the day, but my first meeting with Scotty Davis was was at that show, and um, right yeah yeah. And since then, Scotty was only on the show about a month ago here in my house. We done it live and yeah, Scotty was telling me yeah, and it was really cool, really cool, um, re- really one of my favorite kind of interviews, and it was a nice kind of a nice talk. So I'm really looking forward to. Um, to, to, to kind of having that interview with AJ next or L, AJ LJ <laughs> <laughs> yeah LJ next week um, LJ LJ is a good lad but the thing you will not believe about LJ is yeah. the stuff he knows about wrestling from what he, like LJ is only a kid like you yeah, know what 1920 yeah I mean he's, 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 well, he's he knows man. all the wrestling from back when we were watching it like he's also here I'm on like he's just he knows it all so you're saying I'm going to enjoy it purely. You're going to enjoy that. You are definitely going to enjoy that interview because you know I'm old school in that sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I look. Elgio's is like um, he's he's an old head on young shoulders. Yeah, but he's also the youngest head in the room as well by by times because he is a messer as well. So the fluffiest I, head it, as well. I couldn't believe it, when like, it'll it'll be a fun uh, it'll be a fun interview. Oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait. And I feel like we're after advertising everything else except for like, talking about anything. We're after going through everybody's podcast and putting you over for the, for next week. Yeah, I think we're doing good. Well, you did say there that about the thirty minute mark, just to get everything in, and then we can get to the real good shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a selling point when I promote this one. <laughs> I think we've done it so well that everyone didn't know that we're plugs, yeah. Absolutely. And we sounded so <laughs> like we sounded so legitimate about it too, like like we actually really yeah, meant it all. Right, let's get to the meat and the veg. What, what are we gonna talk about? Let's what do we get want to do the meat and the veg. Um Do you know what, Justy? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one up to you actually. Right. We've got uh, two shows this weekend. Um Yeah. We've obviously got episode nine. In in uh, East Wall again, yeah. Five Factory. Um, I'm gonna yeah. be there for this one, a hundred percent. Um, and then yeah, obviously it's gonna be a whopper of a show. There's some serious matches. On so that I'm, that's why I'm gonna let you tell people where they need to be at that one, and then obviously OTT as well, WrestleRama. So I'll leave that one to you, Justy. Oh man, well OTT speaks for itself, like yeah, um, of course they're gonna be because like you know like. You're you're in the basketball arena. There's serious matches. Um, off like it's there's there's just so much going on as well. And it's not just um like in these big arena matches. Sometimes uh, sometimes the majority of the card is um a match for the sake of a match for the sake of a match for the sake of a match. But there's some matches in here that um have some real feeling behind it. Like you know like the Jordan uh, versus Sean Guinness um, is that's like an all Irish um, affair that is going to be 
that's a big one. Like, well, it's worth the um, price of admission alone, to be honest with you. For yeah, me, that's, anyway. that's the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's the and um, David Starr Walter. I mean, I can't wait for that either. I was just that's the say. one that yeah. like the whole world is waiting to see if David Starr can pin Walter. And they're going to like. Did you see that promo that was put out? That Sean oh, Ryan promo. Hell yeah, I did. Yeah. It it the the guy like jesus they just can't do any wrong between david, david Starr Star is one of the best promos in the business right now in my oh, opinion stop you put one of the best uh promo guys in the business with the best production guy in the business and you've got the best promo in the business and Damn what sure. ot put out um a couple of weeks ago for that uh for david Starr versus walter is oh, phenomenal it's unbelievable serious. yeah um, oh, don't forget Haskins and Terry Thatcher as well. Yeah. Mark Haskins and Terry Thatcher. There's By the way, so much. How good has Terry Thatcher's like his his two thousand and nineteen has been fucking incredible. He's always been great. He has. He just, but, but he just needed he just needed that one time. What that one? Just something for for people to get behind him. Yeah. They when they got behind him, they pushed him to the moon. Yeah. There's 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 nothing. There's nothing he couldn't accomplish. Contenders was his, yeah. and I can I can guarantee you now, um, when he has this match in the basketball arena, it's gonna put him like just up there in everybody's mind, up there with one of the best Irish guys that's out there in the scene right now. I agree. I agree. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, and that, it's going to be an incredible match with him versus Haskins. They're going to suit each other so well. I mean, well. even with the well, I, I saw them with the uh, with the three way. Um, obviously, at yeah. the last basketball arena show, and you could see that they had that natural chemistry as well. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But it was just like little hints of it. It was just little hints of it, like rather than seeing like so. Yeah, I think uh, you know a one on one. Hundred percent. I, I, it's going to be an explosive match. I think that's the only way you can describe it. Like, yeah, that's just going to go all. Yeah, and like. There's there's Justy versus Puma King. You know I'm gonna get my um I'm I'm gonna get my high flying on the go for that one. Okay. I'm gonna have to bust out all my uh, my lucha libre expertise. The Justy can runner, like it would be nice little. I I don't think we have to go that deep into the branding of things. The Justy uh, Steiner, <laughs> the Justy Steiner. You could you could pull that one out. Mm, uh, we I'll just. We we'll, we'll leave the the Justy signers and the well, Justy if you're looking for any submission and you wanted to go on the Conan, you could go for the Justina Sunrise instead of the, the wow, Sunrise. You are pulling out of the bag now. That's an old, old, old reference. Oh well, I'm old, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we bought her. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw yeah. that in. Um, yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure what to expect out of my match at Rama, so I don't know what to even. I even have to sell it here, so um, just come and watch and yeah. be amazed. Um, but yeah, they're so like Club Tropicana are getting that their big match against um, against the Rapture. It's crazy. It's more hype. We're going to be there. And that, that insane fucking match. It's there's just it's stacked. I, it's stacked. I could run. I could run down that card all day, and um, I wouldn't do it justice. I think this is going to be a whopper show. Okay, and then, that's on Sunday. And then obviously on, that, Friday, on Friday, yeah, a show that definitely, definitely could go under the radar. I really hope it does something for people, and it's going to be the Fight Factory show. Yeah, um, there's four matches announced so far. 
two semi-finals uh, for the, um, the the Cruiser A tournament, um, and also Michael May versus uh, John Gresham. That's going to be that's like that's a match that is worth uh, the admission anywhere on the planet. Uh, Michael May is phenomenal, and to, to, he was handpicked by Jonathan Gresham for this match at Fight Factory and uh, moved mountains to uh, to get him there this Friday. So I really hope everybody shows up and uh, appreciates that match. Um, but you've got uh, the, the, the Cruiser A tournament. Yeah. Um, that's going to have uh, Liam Royal versus uh, Flamboyant Fabio. Liam Royal is one of my boys. Um, I don't know how he got into the Cruiser A tournament. He's an absolute horse. Um, but when he says he's in a tournament, nobody uh, questions it. Um, he is a bit of a bully. Um, he's in against Flamboyant Fabio, one of the, uh, the the young guys from the Fight Factory Training School, and yeah. he is excellent. About uh, 16 years of age, and he is doing amazing stuff. Um, people have been uh, uh, just foaming at the mouth to see his next match after his last match with uh, Justin Daniels because the two guys uh, tore it down, and that's the second time they've wrestled. And they tore the house down both times, um, so that's going to be a, a, a great match. But the other semi-final, there's so many eyes on that one because it's LJ Cleary and uh, Sean Guinness, which is like that's a main event match. That's and a it's main, the semi-final of the tournament, you know. That's that's a that's a that's a strange but really intriguing matchup, actually. Yeah, because it? it's something that like, you don't think about it until no. it's there in front of you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the perfect match. It's going to be like the two guys are going to just—they're going to complement each other so well in the ring. I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I mean, having obviously seen LJ's work and then obviously knowing Sean's work. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's tailor made for you know, possibly you know one of possibly one of the matches of the year in my opinion. It's, it, 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 yeah, it's good. It, it could be excellent. Like it's really, I again, people should be flooding to the doors for that match alone, let alone anything else that's on the show. Like. Yeah, and you've got um, you've still got every. Uh, there's there's so much stuff that still has to be announced because we've got so many. Uh, like there's so much actually in the the Fight Factory training school that are doing so well these days, and we've got so much, uh, so many guys that are Fight Factory alumni that are uh, trying to get on these shows as well. And it's just, uh, it's, it, we've got a, so much, uh, when it comes to depth of roster, that it's actually given the booker a pain in the face. So, like, you know, you've, uh, still, you, without even announcing the likes of Alexander Dean or um, the, uh, our champion Valkyrie, uh, Debbie Keitel, yeah. um, others that big tag match as well, I'm sorry, more than hype, um, Club Rock Shandy, and the Angel Cruisers in a three-way tag match as well, which is going to be off the hook. Um, that's just going to be a, a, a mental match, and that's for the Irish Tag Team Championship. So, like, yeah, it's going to be a mad show. People, just come to this show. Please, for fuck's sake, just come to the Fight Factory show. Yep. Yo. It's, 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 I'm telling you, man, it's, it's going to be incredible. It's in, um, yeah. it's in the old Sean. It's down in um, Eastwall. Which is East Wall, yeah, in in the Sean O'Casey. That's for this Friday. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty much like I mean it's 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 if you're in the city centre, you're you're there within ten minutes. So oh yeah. When I when I'm heading to Dublin, I, I walk from the city centre out to. to oh yeah, and it's a great walk. You're going straight up along the Liffey. Yeah. It's it's it's. That's it. I um when when I go there, I just jump on the Lewis to Connolly, get off of Connolly, and um walk up that way. Like it's really it's, it's genuinely handy to get there. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. So we get into the into the nitty gritty stuff now, my friend. Yeah, well, we've done about fifty minutes of. <laughs> talking about what's coming up what's coming up yeah. I know Jesus we should have our own show like what's coming up with, uh, with just, just a radio show not even a podcast just a radio show we should just have our own wrestle talk radio oh has that been done before <laughs> <laughs> it rings a bell it does doesn't it yeah. <laughs> no but um, all joking aside you're um, I, I need your opinion on one very important thing um, All right, let's go. Let's do it. Hard hitting journalism right now. Well, absolutely, because I know you're a man of. Uh, you, you, listen, primarily, first and foremost, you've always been a pro wrestling fan, and you bled yeah. pro wrestling. You've broken your neck for pro wrestling. That's yeah. That's a shoot, like, and I'd love to hear what you think. Just not even on the Irish scene, just in terms of now. I, I, I saw you put up a very good tweet yesterday. Um, just talking about how you know, yeah, AEW sold out a show in fifteen minutes, but if WWE, you know, done a show once every three months, they'd also do the same. But it wasn't a disrespectful tweet; it was just a tweet in the sense of no, man. Let's put it into perspective here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's, it's let's not get ahead of ourselves of that. Like AEW are taking over the game yet. It's. It's still very new. Yeah, I just, think, I just think there's. I see some people tweeting about um, like, like, why is anyone signing for WWE? Why would you do that? And like, I get, I understand them. Like, but it, like, you're talking from a perspective where you've got your imagination is what's ruling your opinion. Exactly. But these these people who are um, faced with signing a contract are. Um, with working for WWE or uh, for leaving WWE or whatever whatever it is that uh, people are, are ushering them. Everyone should leave WWE and, and go work for AEW. Um, and then there'd be no WWE anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like stupid. But it, the, the thing about that is like, people have to look after themselves. The people that are working have contracts and they have to stick to them. If, like, for whatever reason they do want to leave, they're still contractually obliged um, so they can't just up sticks and, and walk out. Um, and I understand if people are frustrated in their work, they, they should do that. And I think um, Dean Ambrose is a, 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 a great um, example of someone who was frustrated, so they left, and now they're doing really well. Yeah. But I don't think um, the, the standard wrestling fan that's just looking at everything um, outside um, really should be able to say, like, like don't go and sign a contract to the WWE. Like uh, a lot of people um, would be delighted to get their foot into the door with the WWE. Like, um, of course, you know, like um, there was um, a bunch of people from Ireland uh, just uh, last week yeah. um, were at tryouts, and it's kind of something that uh, triggered me a little bit because I'm seeing people talk about like I wouldn't go sign for the WWE, 
I was like, well, yes, okay, you yes, I'm sure Vince McMahon is shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But you're sitting in front of the computer. There's these, there's people there that are really slogging, really grinding um, on the indies who are given these opportunities, and um, whether they, they 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 take the opportunity or not, and should really be up to them in their circumstance. And I don't think anyone should begrudge them it because they're not part of the, the new trendy thing. And again, I just want to point out as well, I have love for AEW. I think it's doing brilliant things. I think the more competition for the WB, the better everything gets. And I love, I, I commend them. I think that the, the sellout in 15 minutes is phenomenal for them. Yeah. It's because they're a brand new company and they've just really created something out of nothing, out of just complete buzz. Those guys really um, uh, caught on to something that was happening. They really like just capture the moment yeah, and, yeah. and have capitalised on yeah, it, it made something business. really cool and really special and I think um, I, in no way was uh, would I be trying to take away from that I'm not telling anyone um, go sign for the WWE don't go near the AEW no go whichever one um, fits you and whichever one uh, presents itself to you and then you make the decision but I, I don't I, I like seeing this WWE is dead no it's the most popular um, wrestling company in the world it's a billion-dollar industry, and uh, if people um, want to uh, dip their toe on it and uh, see if if it's for them, then let them go on and do these tryouts and, and sign. That's just my opinion on it, anyways. Like I, I think it's, and I think I'm being fairly diplomatic here. Yeah, yeah, you know, hundred percent. I just, 100%. I just want wrestling to to um, to prosper, and I think. Um, that it, when the WWE is doing well, um, everybody's doing well, you know? Well, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, we're going to take just literally a 20-second um, break uh, for a pause for the cause because I've got, like, literally a, a couple of questions to throw to you in that regard. Um, right. I'm very kind of interested in your opinion on, on this and how it goes from here. Um, not to, you know, I guess to play fantasy, not fantasy booker, but... I guess um, to play the uh, you know the, the fortune teller, I guess would probably be the better better way of describing it and seeing what way right. what way the future goes because I have my opinions on it um, and I'm sure you do and I'm sure people want to hear it so we'll come back literally after this. Hey, if you're like me and you're a fan of your wrestling merch and your MMA merch and your boxing merch, there's only one place I go. And that is Wrestling Mania. That's right. Wrestling Mania is located at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. It's your one-stop shop for all your wrestling, MMA, and boxing needs. It's Ireland's only dedicated pro wrestling shop and carries all the latest wrestling, MMA, and boxing merch, including brands like WWE and UFC and Ring of Honor, and much, much more. And hey, if they don't have it in there, they can get it. If you... Don't see what you want and you know something that you do want, well, the guys in the shop can get it in for you. And get this, if you can't make it into the shop, they'll send it to you. That's right. They will actually deliver it to your house. So if you want your wrestling, MMA, or boxing hookup, go to Wrestling Mania, located once again at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Marine Shopping Center. Go check them out on Facebook. So it's Wrestling Mania on Facebook. You'll be able to drop them a mail. Very responsive, very appreciative, and also very welcoming and accommodating. 
Wrestling Mania for all your wrestling, MMA, and boxing needs. Go right now. Back, Justy. I was just saying there while we took a break. Um, I wanted your opinions on certain things because I do like your outlook on the uh, on the AEW thing. I think it was a very diplomatic outlook. I also think fans and even fans of this podcast need to realize that you know just because WWE isn't giving you what you wanted, and I agree, WWE at the moment the ratings are down for a reason. You know the content might not be great, but at the same time, it's still a machine. That will be here in fifty to one hundred years time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's always there's good. um, like we we get it. Like there's there's slumps um in WWE's writing, and yeah. uh, we all know it. sometimes it's absolutely brilliant, and other times it doesn't really excite us. But um, it's I I think <laughs> I don't like I don't want to put my house on it, but like it's fairly bomb proof, and I think it's always going to be there. Like mm-hmm. so. If I if I had a house to put on it, I reckon. Yeah, well, mine was also a metaphorical house. I'm like, you know, I I went through the housing crisis too. Like, there's 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 no houses for me. All right, sound yeah. <laughs> just I, I literally said that just to see if you have a house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, is he doing better than me already? <laughs> no, I, I am doing better than nobody. <laughs> I am uh, I am just. Uh, a chin above the breadline, I believe, is is how it would be described. So pretty much most people but, in Ireland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just just like everyone else. Um, but no, continue. Sorry. What were we talking about? You were just, no, you know? like it um, wasn't. I mean, I don't want this to be a review yeah, but, of WWE and AEW. But what I'm saying is, like, it, for me per, on a personal level, it gives me the like what I see from the first AEW from a production standpoint. That was the first thing I wanted to see was like production wise and I mean production in terms of how it looked on TV you know yeah um, yeah it did have a very old school WCW feel to it which I liked yeah the way I really liked oh man I yeah, loved I, it because I'm you know I'm a WCW man I love yeah, old school me too man we we spoke about WCW for so long oh, the last one as well big time big time and, but yeah that's I really I really liked the um, I really liked the WCW feel of it like that old yeah. um that that old kind of even even the picture quality, although it's way better than than uh, than WCW back in the day, but it's still kind of a smoky one because it's it's if you feel like you're in an arena, yes, you, you don't you don't feel like it's um like sometimes WWE they want to make it look like a TV show for sure. But for AEW sure. make it look like a wrestling show with TV cameras there for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like I I really like that feel to it. Like. Yeah, I, I love that feel to it, and that's that's what I get. Like even you know the little um the little you know the the um the the the, the way they panned out. Yeah, yeah, that and was, went on to all the chips. Say that as well. They went on to all the chips. Yeah, like that, and you see the whole arena. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. But um, yeah, it was so that was the first thing I was looking for from it. Um, yeah. Then I saw the pre-show, and I was like, oh god. Um. Not my cup of tea, but a lot, a lot of people liked it. Um, yeah. They enjoyed the rumble. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? It was. It, it, you're all. It's always going to be a clusterfuck. You know that. A rumble's yeah, always going to be a clusterfuck. People trying to yeah, come in like, and get it. Like basically, what it is is they're putting out. Um, they're trying to make room for as many wrestlers as possible. Like, there's a lot of people there that deserve shots and deserve to be on TV and 
um, that they want to get out there on TV, but there's not going to be a match for everybody. Yeah. So when you get a battle royal, you get to get people out there. And, you know, they're, they're hit and miss. They are hit and miss. They are So, like, miss, yeah. you know, they tried it out, and if it wasn't up to scratch, like, it, it didn't ruin the rest of the show. That's, for me, for me, I thought it was a, a really good show overall. And what 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 was the standouts to you then? Without because this is obviously it's not a review of 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 AEW, but just in terms of, um, what kind of I guess from you watching the whole thing, what what stood out for you? Well, I loved uh, obviously. I think um, you'd probably agree with me here on this one was Cody and uh, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, in like it, that's a match with pure emotion, and and I felt really old school, and I felt. Um, like the kind of match that you would blow um, dust off um, and put into your VCR and get the tracking right and sit down and just get invested in the match. It's like one of those old school matches that you go back to because it really just drew you in because it was an emotional match. It was very uh, Bret and Owen, wasn't you know, it? It didn't... It, it didn't um, like you know, it's not a five star match because no. of the moves. No, it, no, it, 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 it's it's just a real emotional match, and um, I think yeah. uh, I connected with it, and I think a, a, a bunch of people could like you know every there was it was the buzz of the show afterwards. Like I think a lot of it connected with a lot of people because they actually brought them on a story, and it was it, it was a real fucking emotional roller coaster. And I thought their video package has really done well to sell that little story because... Yeah, that's it. Like, the, the, You know what like I mean? They didn't have a lot of time to sell it. No, so. no, no, but, they didn't. But the story was there, so... It's a it brother. Really Anyone well that up. has a brother, I mean, it's like it's like Brett and Owen at WrestleMania Ten. It's it's um, yeah, one of my favorites of all time. Probably, probably, yeah, my favorite of all time. Uh, if not, if yeah. up in the top three, anyway, you know. The uh, match. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, do you know what we talked about that in the last podcast as well? We didn't talk about the the cage match though. The cage match was just as good. No, yeah. that was excellent as well. But anyways, yeah, but anyway, my, my stand yeah. out for AEW was was probably that match there. But I real like I enjoyed it all from the <clears throat> from the the Joshi match to um, the, the 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 other six man on on the card as well. Like, what do you think about Jericho? Because Jericho's your boy. What like? Yeah, in, you know Jericho is is probably even your boy more than me these days. Like, cause you've always been yeah. a massive massive Jericho fan. Yeah, um, like I love Jericho, and I think it's brilliant that he he can keep going. And what? Um, what but, but maybe it's uh, it's the, the a main event probably um well like the main event with Akada. Now I didn't see the match, so I can't. I really, didn't I see this. Is there anything said about this? It wasn't up to scratch with him and Omega, and um, I don't know. Like I'm still always going to have love for Jericho no matter what. I don't think he's going to outstay his welcome. I think he's going to know. Um, He's going to know his limitations when they do come, but he's he's had a great run the last couple of years. And Jesus. Um, talk about reinventing yourself, yeah, yeah, like just constantly reinventing, reinventing, reinventing. He's he's who I am, um, who I definitely would uh, attribute with the fact that I love uh, changing things up with myself. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I love the fact that if if Jericho's a good guy one week, um, and he's a bad guy next week. 
he's not the same wrestler. Like it's not that he's just changed his attitude. He changed the way the he style. moves in the ring, the way yeah. he works in the ring. The way he like so. I I just love that he he can switch. So he, he's so versatile, and then when he can rest on his laurels because he's been in the game so long and because he can probably just get booked on his name brand alone um, I commend him because he changes it up the whole thing like all the time it's like when I look at someone like Jericho for example you know with this particular character as well it kind of reminds you know some of the younger guys out there and girls like if you if you are playing like a darker character or a heel in any sort of way, you still don't have to move around as quick. You don't have to run at full pace. You can slow it down a little bit. Do you know? Yeah, what I, mean? I always find like like of course everyone has their own opinion and yeah, everyone has their sure. own way of wrestling. But sure. for me, um, I like uh, like you know, a heel is someone who isn't there to give the audience. What they the want. Thrill. Exactly. They're there to take it away. Exactly. Oh. Slow it down. Take away, like, I mean, Jericho's whole idea was to take away Kenny Omega's steam, and he did in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? People yeah. wanted to see that fast paced Kenny Omega shit, like, you know, that crazy, crazy stuff. And it was like Jericho was there just to stop it and to laugh about it then. Just to tell That's the audience, like, fuck you. <laughs> You're not getting it tonight. I just love that, like. Yeah, and that's that's what builds the frustration in the audience, and that's when when uh, Kenny Omega busts out all these big moves. That's why they go wild. So, and I gotta say, I become in the last year, I become a Kenny Omega fan as well. <laughs> and I've I've been um, a Kenny Omega fan uh, for years. I remember Fergal telling me about this guy who's in Japan. Sure, um, check him out because uh, he's he was having like fun matches, like so. I checked him out and it was, it was the stuff he was having back then it was uh, now I wouldn't have been I, I, I would have pegged him as a guy who kind of would have um, stayed as this uh, kind of comedy guy but he would have done well for himself but um, I would have never imagined that he would have became like the best wrestler in the world and he, he definitely did for, for like for the, the last couple of years it's hard to imagine anyone better than, than Kenny Omega well, for me, I'm always gonna say AJ's up there. You know what I mean? It, even to this oh, day, yeah. Like, oh, AJ's been up top for so long uh, yeah. that, like, he's just undeniable. Like. I still think AJ. I mean, like, for me, like, when people say Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world, I still think he's. I still think AJ is better. That's just my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think what I've seen AJ do, and this is this kind of brings us back to the WWE thing when they talk about the roster, you know, AJ is able to have any kind of match with anyone now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's and that's what kind of makes it for me. Um, I'm sure Kenny's able to do the same, but not on the WWE level, because now is is Kenny's major test, and he's obviously passed the first hurdle. Where you can do it on mainstream TV, you know. Yeah, yeah. In America yeah. and and a, because once it's in America, it's accessible to the world now because obviously we've got the ITV uh, deal as well. Yeah, yeah. But people have it's going to blow up. It's going to be a worldwide thing. Definitely. Exactly. Like, I think it already is. It is, and 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 the only reason I'm saying it, and I'm sure you might agree with my point here, like. Is that the same questions were asked when AJ was was signed with WWE? Oh well, can he do it in the WWE? And 
can he have big matches? I mean, AJ's been doing yeah. it. Yeah. Since and he, he yeah. entered WWE at the top and he just stayed there. like Because yeah. he was he was nailing it. He's too good. And he's considered small. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, same with Fergal. Like, I mean, Fergal should be probably getting a bit more than he is. But, like, we're, that's not for us to say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not... It's not really our place to say it here anyway. Um, you can give your opinions on it, but at the same time, it's he he's a happy camper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in terms of how you see this going, like, I mean, the guys know they're going into it and they're saying, we're not going into battle with WWE. We're going to be an all, <laughs> we're going to be an ulterior. And then you see, obviously, Cody smashing the, smashing the throne. Yeah. It's like okay, well, there. It's a bit of a shot, but it's more of a tongue in cheek shot. I think. Yeah, like I'm sure that Cody was like it was a little nod as well. Like it's not like he's sitting there saying "fuck you, WWE." Yeah. Like yeah, it's you know it's not clever to um to go to war straight away. But um, but they know that that's not that. Like even Triple H, I think, has said that himself. He knows it's just a little bit of bit of tongue in cheek do you know what I mean it's it's, and and I think that's what the fans need to realise now is that what's going on in the indies now like I mean what you guys are doing here in Ireland across the UK across Europe across the states everyone is starting to kind of become familiar slowly but surely with the different names from different countries yeah because everyone's starting to um, work together you know yeah yeah and I mean, there's so many names in OTT that I wasn't familiar with before I actually saw OTT shows. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, Friedman, man, he's the best heel. Oh man, he is. He is so good. He was the star of OT, of uh, AEW for me. It, it, yeah, in yeah, a lot of ways. So good. When uh, when I got to work with him, yeah, uh, oh, so great to work with. But um, afterwards. Um, straight up to uh, to the booker and said like whenever you whenever he's over here please please book him again please book him again you have to but he was just he was brilliant to have on the show man he I mean he entertained me that night as well because he's he's a he's one of the uh, the guys that they always say you always hear the old school American guys talk about not being afraid of the heat yeah you know and he's one of those guys not being afraid of the heat, like I mean, even that little thing. Oh, Brett, watch out! Someone's attacking you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. he's a real like he 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 um he works with like he's it's it's perfect. Like it's the perfect heel. American version of you, if you if you don't mind me saying, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I think that guy's he's just he's above and beyond. Like no, I don't know. I think you were always you were always like that. You know what I mean, and I'll, I'll definitely give you that because there's no way you were afraid of any heat. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm let's getting, be honest. I'm getting in trouble for a lot of my heat, so uh, yeah, I've mellowed a lot. But listen, uh, let's 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 kind of change direction a little bit because I want your real opinion now. Because, like you say, you've mellowed on wrestling, but you've definitely not mellowed on your opinion of other things. Let's start with Game of Thrones. Oh man, don't we, fucking. We talked about it the last one. Yeah. What what did you make of the last season and what did you make of the finale? Right, I 
because I've talked about it, because I was on, um, like, the, the Low Blows flagship show changed to Game of, uh, or, sorry, uh, Game of Low Blows. It was, uh, they, for the six weeks, they um, were a Game of Thrones podcast. They only discussed Game of Thrones. Right. And I was a guest. I was a guest on it, uh, I think, three times. Right. And, um, like, you know, I really, like, I, I'm i I'm always super positive about Game of Thrones because I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Same, I, same. I, I love Game of Thrones. And you were a fan um, since day one, to be fair. Like, I mean, you were, you were, oh, yeah, you, you were even telling me to get into it when I played Skyrim. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, that was it. Like, it was, yeah. uh, I was playing Skyrim at the time. Uh, Game of Thrones uh, was advertised for Sky Atlantic, and I said, I am in. I am already all about the the, the swords and the shields. So I'll, I'll go and watch in, yeah. this. And uh, it's been great. Like, I've, I've, I've loved it. Like, I've loved watching it. Um, but I have been strained with these last uh, couple of seasons. Like, okay. And when it, when it came to... Um, I'm just I'm more disappointed like I'm not one of these guys who's going to go sign a petition <laughs> no 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 um, those guys can I, can, I can still say that I'm a little bit disappointed that the last two seasons um, weren't uh, like I, ideally I wanted ten seasons ten episodes a season and if it was um, if we could do it just one big special finale um, feature length film um, to, to wrap it all up I wanted all that that's so the lied, ideal world for they me they lied to us with that, that. I would have been a happy justy yeah but we didn't get that um, and what we ended up getting was um, a slightly rushed version of what what I would have wanted um, like I I I still enjoyed it I sat through it I didn't after every episode I said yes I very much enjoyed stuff that I um, most of the stuff that happened in that episode, I got. Sure. Like, yeah. I, I really did enjoy it. But I just, I'm a little bit disappointed after the whole lot um, that I didn't get more. I think it could have been fleshed out a lot more and we could have seen um, a lot more from the, the characters and uh, where they're going, uh, what they're doing, and and, and uh, how it all ended for them. Um, I don't mind any decisions that were made at the end. I, I don't mind. I'm not one of these people that are like, this sh- they shouldn't have done this and they shouldn't have done that. I'm happy to go along with the ride, but I'm just a little bit disappointed with the journey that we got there with. It was well, just a little bit rushed. Well, that's for me, it's the same thing. It's not a case of where I'm like, oh, fuck that. Game of Thrones didn't happen. I want to see the next one. It's like the people yeah. that saw the butterfly effect and they were like, oh, I want to see the alternative ending until the one that fucking suits me. Yeah, yeah, suits exactly. Me. Like well, All those people who signed that petition, um, like... They're not going to agree on the ending. No. So, so like they're just going to be forever signing petitions until they get the air one. But then there's going to be another petition anyways. Like it's like the end. So, of, it's like the end of Dexter. Like you know what I mean? Well, yeah. is it Dexter? Is that really him? Or could it be? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Just take it for what it is. Like for example, I thought one of the standouts to me that I was kind of questioning again, not being disappointed with. But questioning was like, Jesus, what did the, what did John Snow do to deserve that? <laughs> he saved, yeah, you, yeah. he saved y'all, and now he's getting sent to the wilderness. It's, yeah, well, I think um, I think John would be happier in the wilderness. So I think it was kind of a little 
he got a happy ending despite it all. And that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think like because he he was more at home, um, north of the wall than anywhere else. He didn't want um, that power, like when, yeah, when when the free folk took him in, um, like he was an outsider, and then eventually, like he became when he went back to Castle Black, he was an outsider to the to to the Night's Watch because he, he sounded like an orderer. He acted like an orderer. Um, they said he was he, he was uh, more an orderer than an orderer themselves. Like so, he the it's like the ending for him. It's like he's not going to be king. So everybody else. The audience will get disappointed because George. We thought John was going to be the king because he's but a poster John's boy. Not like, like yeah. this because John would rather be north of the wall hunting and doing both. And by the way, if you if you think about it now, there is no wall, so he's just north of Westeros. So, like, <laughs> if he walks back, no one's going to say anything, and he's not going to get his head chopped off <laughs> because his sister's the queen in the north. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing about, and that's the great way of looking at it because, like, yeah, because he didn't want any shit. He did, he actually didn't want any responsibility. He was just yeah, really, he was just yeah. really good at fighting, and it was it like on him. Yeah, so that's that's how it worked out. Yeah, no, I I agree with you though. In 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 that's you know that summarization of it. Like, I think it was um pretty. You know, it could have been. Could have been longer, like I said. I do feel that it was like because it was based, it was sold on the fact that it's all going to be feature length episodes, and they were all like basically just an hour. Yeah, yeah. It was like right, you lied to us, like you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gave us seven extra minutes. Oh, oh, you legend, like, and and then you gave us yeah, ten minutes yeah. of the producers breaking down the episode. It was like, well, we didn't really want that. Maybe that's yeah. Leave, leave that for the DVD, maybe. Yeah, but, um, give me more episodes. Yeah, but like, look, at the end of the day, it was it was good. Um, um, I've I've just picked up book number two, and I'm gonna go back. I'm 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 gonna read the books now, and satisfy my because I'm re- I'm just sad. I'm I'm kind of just disappointed. It's all over. Yeah, and I need to get it. So, um, there's going to be loads more Game of Thrones stuff coming up. So, um, like I'm sure. Our thirst will be satisfied with whatever Listen, questions. HBO we have. aren't going to leave about, it there. Yeah. You know, things like the Night King and stuff like that. We're going to get all them answered, I think. So. Yeah, like HBO aren't going to leave it there. Not, not a hope. You know, what oh, I mean? it's a money, it's a money spinner. Like, of it's, they, they are going to make money off that. It's the biggest TV show of all time. Yeah, massive. Bar none, and I think before that, I think The Sopranos was probably up there as Sopranos. Yeah, that would have been the yeah. That would have been number oh, one. Oh man, I love. Oh man, Sopranos one of the best shows. Anybody that's never watched Sopranos, go and start from episode from get that episode. DVD box set. I used oh. to call it uh, Game of Thrones, New Jersey. It's just, it's just so political. There's just so much going on all the time. It shows it's you that right. humans are worse than fantasy cunts. Yeah, it's a yeah. fact. <laughs> oh. You're right. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. Um, but look, let's let's try and kind of I guess wrap this up a little bit. Like I said, we're not going to uh, we're not going to do the hour the the, the three hours today. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have like you know what? There's nothing controversial for me to go or talk about or fucking. Get and I did. About, and but. I didn't want you to be. I didn't want <laughs> like, you to be controversial on this. You know what I mean? Well, it's just like yeah, it's me. It's having a chat now. So yeah, and like and that's kind of what's good about it. Do you know what I mean? 
Just yeah, it's to, been a like the it's just been over a year, I suppose, since the last time I had it, and I'm like I've, I I feel like um, I've changed a good bit as well as as kind of like circumstances and stuff. Like you say, I'm back in OTT and stuff, but um, I haven't had a drink in about a year as well, like just about a year and a year and a month. No. Wow! Congratulations, um, man. Yeah, and it's like, like, not that I was a fucking alcoholic. No, no, but I, I mean, just, it's 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 obviously a personal choice that you you. Yeah, no, with. I was just uh, I was I was just um, when I when I go drinking, I just I rip the arse out of it, and I just can't I can't go for for five or six pints like without going oh vodka next. You're and Irish, I'll basically. Be yeah. hung over for three days, and <laughs> I just wasn't able for it anymore. So yeah, and that's that's allowed me like less less going on the rip. Um, has allowed me to um, focus a little bit more on training in the fight factory and um, getting like preparing more for wrestling and stuff like. So yeah, um, like it's it's been a good year, and I've got as I've got as much wrestling as I could in. Like in the in the last year as well, um, Phoenix Wrestling has taken off down in Cork, and um, I've been really enjoying uh, working down there with them. And uh, yeah, and and I'm getting back with OTT for the last year like it's you know like uh, taking that year off or taking that like uh, I think it was like 10 or 11 months and uh, 11 months and uh, but taking that time off because I was kind of a I was a company guy OTT guy OTT guy and um, I trained um, in the fight factory from time to time um, uh, which um, I felt really bad about because it was my home promotion and um, I loved the guys down there. So when I had um, gone from OTT, I, I kind of had, you know, I was looking for options and, uh, you know, t- to get myself out of the funk because like, I was fucking uh, horribly fucking uh, depressed um, around the OTT time. Like, so, sure. um, yeah, I, I knocked the drinking on the head and I um, started up the podcast um and just, I was having a ball at that, and then um, it was like there was more, there was more outlets there. So like when I came to it, there was uh, there was Cork wrestling. Um, I started wrestling up north. Um, I started working uh, loads. Like I, I still done five factory shows back then, but I wasn't um, as heavily involved with training as as uh, as I got afterwards. And um, yeah, no, it really kind of it turned stuff around for me, and and I was having loads more fun wrestling, um, because I got that break from OTT, and I won't say that I was delighted that um, <clears throat> that I I um, had to part ways with OTT, um, because at the time I was devastated, but it turned out being one of the best things because it um, released me kind of back into the Irish wrestling scene as a whole. And um, kind of really freshen things up, <clears throat> and yeah, and I, I got to do some new stuff. So I'm really actual. I'm actually thankful for my time off from OTT, and I'm even more thankful to be back because um, I've caused such a, a great stir um, when I came back initially. Like um, that, it was just so much fun, and I'm having so much fun. Um, back at OTT now and like just just getting to hang out with those guys in the locker room they're all fucking fantastic lads like um, so it's like <clears throat> to uh, to take the name of a OTT show and uh, mash it in here it was really a homecoming for me because 
um, a lot of guys I hadn't seen in a long time because you know I don't I didn't get to see them anywhere else but OTT. Um, I, I got to see them again, like so. Yeah, I'm 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 really thankful and I'm really happy that um, things have worked out. And with that break apart, I'm now wrestling everywhere in Ireland and really enjoying it. So and training more and um, doing all the other extracurricular stuff that comes with it. Well, I gotta say, like as a as a, as a fan of your work, but also more importantly as a as a friend, um, that we might not see and keep in touch with all the time. I'm I'm really proud of you because you have kind of come a long way and you've, you know, mended a lot of bridges and kind of got over a lot of stuff and, um, you've just kind of become, you know, yourself again. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. Thanks, buddy. That's that actually means fucking loads, like. No, yeah. I mean that, dude. Oh. Because I've 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 been there. I've been there. So, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, like, I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, it's funny how it works out because, um, I would have been someone who really wouldn't have, have, um, you know, considered talking much about my mental health or, or anything like that. For that, sure. Uh, you were always an alpha male. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not that, like, I've, um, in, in the last few years, I kind of made it like this conscious decision to be a lot more open, to be a lot more honest and truthful. And like, it's, it's actually, um, it's worked out really well. It's sometimes I'm way too honest and, uh, uh you can see by people's faces when I'm chatting to them. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> that's probably information I shouldn't have shared. Or that's I've seen that. Yeah. I shouldn't have said, but for the most part, it, it works out really well for me. And, um, with the podcast, it, it, it seemed to, um, kind of people kind of got to latch on and see the real me or got to um at least take something out of it and it's funny because i'm talking to you now and i'm actually wearing a wristband from the samaritans um and it has the samaritans numbers on it and uh, stuff like that and it was given to me by a fan um at phoenix wrestling on saturday last and it was after the show and he just came up to me and he said just uh, can I give you something? And I said, uh, "Yep, yeah, go for it." And then normally, like I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm working the bad guy down there, so I'm, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the nicest lad to be around. So I kind of have to wait and see <laughs> what they want to say to me. But he, uh, he gave me this wristband, and he just said that um, between this wristband, uh, the Samaritans, and my my uh, mental health podcast, that I helped him a lot, and um, that he he took a lot from it and that he really appreciated it and he wanted to give me the wristband and um, it was fucking humbling man like it was just you wouldn't you can't you can't put a price on someone coming up and saying like that you've you've helped them through dark times like no uh, no like even if I like you know I'm not ringing people up and fucking saying like yeah, you can do it buddy but if they're able to get something from, from something I'm saying on air um then that just that means the world to me, like so. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy, like, because you know, like we we all have our ups and we all have our downs, and like mental health mental health is uh, is an issue, and it's good that everybody's talking about it now. But I, I'm I'm glad that um, myself and uh, Rick, who was was on the mental health podcast with me, um, the fact that we were able to to um, maybe affect somebody in a positive way because of that. Um, I got so many DMs, so many uh, people thanking me and and, and uh, talking to me about it, and um, you know it's it's something beyond like um, 
for me, for for like you know me, I'm I'm on social media constantly. I love the validation of of uh, someone liking or retweeting or sharing or you sure. know just um just enjoying whatever content I'm putting up. Like I'm sure. I'm living for that. Like yeah, but I I've never experienced the kind of the humbling or the the pride that comes with um someone saying that you've actually helped them in a, a positive way and that they've come out of a dark situation um, with a little bit of help from me. like, And, yeah, that's better than any validation I've ever received in, in my life or anything. And, and that's really, really fucking humbling. And it really, uh, really kind of hits you in the chest sometimes when you think about it. Well, that is, like, that is amazing, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's and, and you know what? It, 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 to be able to reach out to somebody like that and just touch them in, in any way, shape or form, like that they they actually are inspired by you. That's isn't that what life's about? You know? Yeah, man, but like in when you uh when you do it on the flip side, I got a lot of DMs back that um people told me their story and, and um they really opened up in, in, in their DMs like and I, I was amazed by this. I was really uh, taken aback by it but it's also, you know, that's good for me to see that kind that that kind of thing where it's like I'm after talking into a tin can for fucking two hours about mental health. Yeah. And you're really worried, like, you know, that then you go back and, and like you fret and you worry about Jesus, did I say the right thing? Am I did I give away too much? Did I say like I'm after putting out some really personal stuff and like I I was anxious as uh, as fuck for like um the the weeks maybe like a couple of weeks um following that like um because like I did I went I said a lot of stuff um that like you know you wouldn't got out of me a few years ago like sure, and yeah. um really like to get the feedback and to get so, such positive feedback was also reassuring to me and it really kind of lifted me up and helped me like so you know it's it's um it, it's a kind of a, a little ecosystem mental health is and we all affect each other we all affect each other's mental health and the things we do um for others um come back for us as well like and, and I, I honestly believe that like to like for every action is a, a an equal and opposite reaction and and i honestly think you have to put a positivity out there to get positive positivity back and um yeah i'm just glad i'm getting some positivity back from what i'm putting out well, I love it, man, and, and and it's very positive. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, it's like one of the one of the one of the things. Just just while we're on mental health, before we go, um, you know, depression is obviously a major, major, uh, issue and and a, a huge part of mental health. But one of the other things that people don't realize is that there can be separations between depression and anxiety. And you mentioned yeah. anxiety there, and I think anxiety is one of the biggest killers, um, because people might not necessarily be depressed, but they can be very anxious. For example, yeah, I know I know kids who are you know when they go and they play their football. I was only talking to a football coach there today, and I needed to just bring this up that you mentioned it because it's kind of it's kind of hit home a little bit, you know. Um, kids, he was saying the kids when they're in training, they're hitting the balls, they're so confident and they're doing everything. As soon as they're on the pitch, 
they just freeze. You yeah, know what I mean, and and that that can be like wrestling training, for example. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, and they freeze, and I was like, but you know what that is? It's a stigma. It's a stigma that they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of yeah, fucking up. They're afraid of looking stupid in front of their peers, and I think that's what, um, you know, and I I do I I really implore you know I say this with all my heart and I mean this. Whatever it is that you do, whether it be ballet dancing, whatever it is, whatever it is, try and make your peers feel as comfortable as possible with what they're doing. So, Man, here, did you see um the the video of the little kid trying to break the the the, the timber block? No, no. Man, right? There's this little kid. Yeah. He's his like he's basically he's. Maybe just above a toddler, okay? Okay. He's he's in a, a like um a, a karate gi. Is that what they're? Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, he's he's just and he has to chop the wood, and the teacher is willing him on, and the kid has tears in his eyes. He can't. He's failing, but all his little classmates, none of them are ushered, none of them are told, none of them are whatever it is. But they all just get up and start um start telling him he can do it, he can do it, he can do it. And he has, he, he has another train, he falls over and you can see he's wiping the tears and the kids pick him up and they're they're not, you know what I mean? Like if I couldn't chop a piece of timber fucking today, people would be taking a piss on me, everybody would be laughing at me, you know? Yeah, but this little yeah, kid yeah. had all these little kids behind him and when he finally breaks it, they just lift him up and it's the best day of his life. You can see the smile on his face yeah. and they're just, they're just there to support and to, to obviously... They're not there to, to in any way, um, detract from his moment. Yeah. They're there to lift him up and, and to, to push him forward and to get him through his moment. And seeing that from fucking kids that are, like you know, fucking still wiping fucking the uterus off them. They were so yeah. young. It, it, yeah. it honestly, it was it, that that is something. And I think everybody could take something from that. Well, absolutely. Man, I I am such a big kind of um. Uh, I'm just I'm a wuss when it comes to uh, like videos like that. They'll break. Oh me. man! Like those, you see, you're like you're those, over thirty like, now. You know That's those videos where like the basketball team will hand yeah. the um the the ball to the to to differently able kid and they'll like they'll just be like yeah shoot shoot and he gets the basket and everybody goes crazy and it's the best day of his life. Man, you will have I'm I'll be balling on that one. Oh man! Um, like I'm telling you, you know, it's it's the thirty year old syndrome. Once you get past yeah. 30, you fucking... Do you know what it's like? I always liken this. I always say this to Rachel. All right? And she always laughs yeah. at me. She always laughs at me. And I have no problem saying this. on Because I've yeah. suffered with mental health my whole life. Whole life. Yeah. Confidence issues. And uh, it's it stopped, it stopped me from wrestling. It stopped me from coming down to wrestling. I've said this on the podcast yeah. with Abzi. People used to go, why doesn't Dynamo come back wrestling? Man, mental health. Simple. Very simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing nothing other than that. And people could say, oh man, you're such a waste of talent. And would be like, that's just a statement. It doesn't mean anything to me. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not... Yeah, yeah. It, it's not, like... It's not... It's inherent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't fix a problem by saying, like... You know, but... But but this is the reason why yeah. you you shouldn't you, you shouldn't feel bad or exactly. you shouldn't because feel this way. Exactly. You can't just flick a it's, switch and, and change. It's deeper like that. than that. 
it comes down to confidence issues that are far beyond what what you think you can comprehend. It's only when you yeah. look within yourself, and it's only the last year or two, too, bro, that I've actually got that as well. But it's funny, I'll say this, um, and it's a great way to kind of finish the podcast, having this conversation, too. Um, you know, talking between two friends that are, you know, have been shooting the shit for, you know, the last two hours but finish yeah, yeah. on a statement where people can go, oh, fuck, there's actually some uh, substance there. Like, I literally, it, I feel like Robert De Niro in Analyze This and Analyze That sometimes. <laughs> you know, when yeah. he's crying. Yeah. And it, I do that sometimes, like, at the slightest of emotional, like, thing that I watch on TV. Like, it's sad, it, like a kid falling down, hitting his knee, and his friend picking him up, like you mentioned. Just something stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, you got me. You got me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a wreck these days. But it's it's just great to see some positivity in the world and isn't and it? People helping people out like and, and that's it's, what it's, it's good all because about. I think the more the, the more you see these kind of things, the better the better everybody is going to be like. You know what I mean? I think mental mental health will actually um will will all get better. Like like it's not like it's not something you can just put a plaster over, you know. Yeah. But it's something that if we all work at it together and we're all fairly positive and we're all nice to everybody and we're nice to ourselves then like we can get through something like that like let's let's look at one thing again before we go Metallica over for Slane I was at it yeah one of the best man one of the best experiences in my entire life I'm raging I missed it but the aftermath of that Metallica donate 35,000 euro yeah. out of their own money yeah to to the homeless shelter, to a homeless shelter yeah. that they saw in Dublin. They didn't, didn't have to do it. And then you you always get the bad people going, oh, well, they're loaded. They could have they, they donated more. I'm like, no, fuck you. Seriously. They didn't have to donate anything. Exactly. That was something that they saw Good. that touched them. And they said, yeah. right, here's 35,000. That's amazing. Do you know what I mean? And if we had more people like that in the world, man, we'd be, we're, 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 we're on to a good one, I think. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, I, I think that's that was a lovely gesture by Metallica, and I, I, I'd love to see uh, more people following suit with it. Like. Yeah, and I think on that note, Justy, it's been a, it, it to me, this has actually been a great Justy returns episode. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, it wasn't about controversy. It was about as you as you yeah. mentioned. We earlier. didn't, we, we didn't burn any bridges, and we didn't light any fires. But like, I good chat. Good, li- good little old chat. And hopefully some people will take away from uh, some of the stuff that y- you've said um, yeah. and that I've said at the end, especially. Um, yeah, I hope so. I, I hope so. Um, I mean, uh, I, I always say, like, Jesus H. Christ, I've always had an open-door policy. You know what I mean? Anyone that yeah. ever knocks at my door, I'll open it. You know? Even if it's with a frown, I'll open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I, I have uh, an 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 open door policy to an extent, but uh, there's one or two people you have to shut the door on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's always going to be there's always going to be something out there that's that's uh, overstaying their welcome and politicians. Uh, <laughs> flood, flooding the DMs, but I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely open. I've I've chatted to people. Um, you know, if people want to get onto me on on Twitter and stuff like that, if they do have any uh, 
questions for me or if they have any um yeah. have anything that they'd like to say about even the mental mental health stuff. Yeah. Um, just slide into my DMs and uh, I'll 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 try and get back to to everybody with stuff. 100%. Um, but yeah, it's actually something that I actually um you know, I I hate I absolutely hate messaging back and forward. It's it, it is um it's it's just something that uh, and I think it's just a recent thing. Like my my inbox is like the more my inbox fills up, the the worse you know. The worse I am, I get back. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So um, but like it it's it's the way it goes. But when um when someone gets back to me, I I'll, I'll, I'll or when someone gets onto me, I will get back to them, and uh, I'll uh, um I do not find it a chore to talk to someone about their mental health. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so hit oh, me up if you want. And what a great way to finish a show, guys! I have to say, yeah. been 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 a pleasure, Justy, as always. Um, I'm going to see you Sunday, and yeah, man. Just a shout on Sunday. It's going to be in the National Basketball Arena, Wrestlerama. Yeah, yeah, Wrestlerama, yeah, which is in Tala. Uh, if you want to get yeah. more information there. Uh, yeah, I did like tickets are on event price. I imagine they always are. Always. Um, and is just going to be deadly. It's just going to be really good. Come down to it. Um, and the same with the Fight Factory on uh, Friday um, in the Sean O'Casey, the Big Sean. Um, savage matches on at that. So like, uh, get on tickets on event price. I want to say tickets at the door, but then again, this could go up to capacity. So yeah, I, so I don't know. So I 100% implore people to go to the Big Sean, Sean O'Casey yeah. Stadium in East Wall. It's in the centre of Dublin City. It's literally within walking distance from Liberty Hall. Straight up the keys. Take a left, you're there. Trust me. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be a great walk. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be one of the best nights of wrestling that you're going to see anytime this year. And uh, Justy, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for coming on again. The pleasure was all mine. Really, I really appreciate it, my friend. No problem at all, man. Well, for this episode of Dynamo's Dozen, um, and we will mention once more, LJ Cleary will be my guest next week. But for this week, it is Dynamo and Justy over and out.